Hey there, it's Kel from Rights for Women. This year, the Rights for Festivals podcast is very proud to be recording and releasing episodes of the Wollongong Writers Festival. And I'm just popping in because we've dropped an awesome episode on our Rights for Women podcast with Chloe Higgins, who is the director of the Wollongong Writers Festival, as well as an amazing author. Uh, Nip on over to Rights for Women if you want to listen to that full interview. But what I thought I'd pop here for you today is this short snippet that she did at the end, all about the Wollongong Writers Festival, talking about how it came about, how it's grown, what its purpose is, and what the all-lit-up theme means for them this year. It's an amazing program. Uh, If you haven't had a look at it, go to www.wollongongwritersfestival.com. You can see the program, the artists, and pick up your tickets there. It's on from November the 22nd to November the 24th in Wollongong, obviously. Go to our website, www.rightsforwomen.com forward slash rights for festivals to see all of the Rights for Festivals episodes that we've done over the last 18 months with a lot of different festivals around New South Wales and beyond. Don't forget to subscribe to Rights for Festivals wherever you get your pods and that way you'll always be the first to know when a new episode drops in the feed and you will not miss out on the upcoming episodes of the Wollongong Writers Festival. Here's Chloe to tell you all about it. Well, I'm going to sort of talk to you about your other life now, which is Mm -hmm. Director of the Wollongong Writers Festival. Mm -hmm. So how did you end up there? Um, I started the organisation when I was a third-year undergraduate student in 2013. What was the impetus? What kicked you off wanting to do a writers' festival? Because that's not a small task. And then doing it for the last six years and it growing to become what it is now. Yeah. um, I just really hate travelling to Sydney and I love literary events and I was sick of, and I love Wollongong and I wanted to keep living in Wollongong. So why did we have to keep traveling to Sydney? Why not just do it down here? And then we can all walk there. (laughs) The line of thinking. Um, No, but it, it, it grew, it grew each year. So it was very small at the start. It was, you know, $300 of funding with 25 artists and six events. And we put it together in eight weeks and it was just all my mates, you know? Um, And then as things do, right, you just learn stuff the people that have come on board over the years, you know, Linda Godfrey, um, Hayley Scrivener, those two in particular. Um, yeah, you know, everybody just pitches in and it just grew. We all learned and, yeah, and it just grew with time. And we've been very, very fortunate um, to get funding from Create New South Wales, which I think is out, we're on our third year of funding now. So the first four years we were unfunded by them. And that was hard because we were doing a huge amount of work um, in a way that probably wasn't very sustainable. But then when we got Create Funding, um, yeah. it became much more sustainable. Well, did and you just say you had $300 for the first one? Mm-hmm. Wow. And you said that was just all your friends. Is that how you pulled that off? Yeah. Well, the uni gave us $300. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I think I just sent like a few Facebook messages around to people and said who wants to meet for coffee on campus um let's do this festival thing um and then yeah and someone was like oh I know this person someone else was like oh I know this person and I was like sweet cool yeah sounds good um yeah 
And so this year then you've got two amazing days coming down six years from there, $300, you know, sending out some Facebook posts. You've got this year with the theme all lit up, which I love. I'll get you to talk about that. And two days with this incredible program where Mm. you're literally having to decide which event do I go to because there's always another great event planned against the one that you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a pretty epic program this year. Um, I'm pretty blown away, actually. I think it was interesting. um, So I had some time off because I was quite burnt out. Um, and Haley Scrivener took over as director with Linda Godfrey um, as program manager. And coming back, one of the biggest things that I noticed is that that shift from us begging people for stuff to us being inundated with pictures, like absolutely inundated with mm. pictures um, from people wanting to be involved, you know. Um, and so that just made it so much easier to make the program as stellar as it is, you know. Yeah. And it must have been, was that a surprise to come back to that and suddenly have this, you know, inundation that you're sort of going through and this shift where you've got money and you're now mm. creating, were you able to create the program that you dreamed of? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there were two names that I really wanted to program um, and they, you know, had so much stuff on and I totally get why they couldn't do it. But other than that, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's it's a good theme. Um, and we're kind of doing things, doing a few different things this year as well. So we're doing like some catered lunch and dinner events where we've got, you know, people like Ben Law and his mother, Jenny Fang, are going to field audience questions about modern love, sex and dating um, and Maeve Marsden, who hosts Queer Stories, um, is going to be emceeing that event. You know, so I think like stuff like that, we've got Melanie Knight from Melbourne running her Dead Letters Club, doing like a politics um, event with the Finishing School Collective from Western Sydney. Um, so I think, yeah, changing things up a little bit so it's not just this kind of passive audience but more of a circle, you know, artists seated with with audience um stuff we're skyping in baruz bachani as well which i'm is another event i'm so, so excited about that. yeah yeah although the tech for that is quite stressful i was just trying yeah. to organize the tech side of things this morning i was like fuck what have i done holy shit this is like stressful but i think it will be um an epic event oh the other one that i think will be really cool so ben law does um like a good weekend column on Saturdays called Dicey Topics where he interviews uh, people in the public eye about, uh, you know, they roll a dice and then that kind of determines what topic they're going to talk about, right? And it will be like sex, death, money, religion, politics or our bodies. So really kind of scary, stigmatised, controversial Mm -hmm. topics, which is kind of the theme of this year's festival, right? All Lit Up is thinking about topics that are stigmatised or taboo or whatever. so he's going to basically do a live version of that column that he's been writing with Clementine Ford, uh, Stephanie Wood and Jess Hill. Yeah, that looks so good. And you've also got poetry yeah. as well, readings, like you've got the, the mad yeah. poetry happening. That looks mm-hmm. really good as well. And lots of workshops. I noticed there are a few workshops. workshops. Oh, we've got a whole bunch of workshops in the kids' program, actually. Yeah, so we're running like a kids' program where um, like festival attendees, if they've got a ticket, can actually just come and drop their kids off and have their kids be entertained and, 
looked after while they're then at the adult events. So it's a bit of an accessibility um, activism or, or issue, right, that we're trying to kind of um, get brilliant. around. That is yeah. brilliant. Oh, yeah. there's so many people who would love that resource, particularly women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah. good because there's so many times your kids will just be like, you're like, oh, I can't do that session. I can't bring a toddler in there. Like that's yeah. fantastic. Yay. And um, the all lit up, was that at all inspired by your book coming out? Because they seem to be a little bit related. I know, right? So <laughs> funny. But no, they were actually unrelated. So I actually inherited the theme from Haley, who had kind of coined the theme, you know, because she obviously had to lock it in in advance um, last year for funding purposes. And then when I came back to the role, it was already, you know, I kind of massaged the exact focus, right? But that kind of phrase all lit up, she'd already coined. Um, so, yeah, that overlap was, yeah, quite amusing to me as well, actually. <laughs> oh, I thought there might have been a little bit of, yeah, uh, association between the two things. You know, the more we're able to talk and tell stories and consume stories, the more we're able to have some kind of shift happen in the world. We can't shift oh. without knowing, without consuming stories. Even like two of the other events that I'm really excited for, we're doing one on navigating inherited Christianity, which has been really interesting to see the way people have um, responded to that on social media. Like I've just been getting messages from so many people being like, oh, my gosh, I've been waiting for this event for years. Like how has this never been a thing? Yes. Mm. Um, so that was really interesting. And then the other one that I'm really curious to see how it goes um, is sex is weird for everyone. Writing festivals, what kind of role have they played in your life as somebody, like, did you go to festivals a lot and what kind of role have they played in that process? I feel like, no, I can't say that I've gone to, just in the last couple of years I've started going like Melbourne and Sydney, but I couldn't really say that I went to a lot before then. It's mainly the Wollongong Writers Festival that has really played such a big role, I think in shaping um, my sense of community down here in Wollongong. Like I feel like it's just such a centre point for the local literary community um, in terms of gathering everyone together and having access to, to building those friendships, I think, that are so key to sustaining yourself as a creative, right? When did you know you wanted to write? Um, when did I want to be a writer? Um, well, when I was, I was in a, ended up in a psych ward in 2007 after the accident. And then was reading Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. Um, and I just started writing from from then. Um, yeah. I don't and I don't I don't know the exact point that I decided, but um, I guess it was just a bit of a snowball effect from there. I'd always been a big reader, huge reader growing up, but yeah, that was probably when I started writing. Yeah. And what would you like most for people to sort of take away from the Wollongong Writers Festival this year? I just really hope it can open up space for people to start having, I guess, the harder conversations and more authentic conversations. I think with the events and the topics that we've programmed, um, they're really, yeah, just trying to open up, open up dialogue about some of those really personal topics that can be hard to broach. And do they have tickets still available? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do have some tickets. Some events are booking out, but um, but we've definitely still got 
tickets. Yeah. yeah. So that's at wollongongwritersfestival.com? Yeah. And so the festival's November 22 to 24. So I soon. know. Mm. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to be recording it as well for the podcast so that we can put out lots of these sessions in podcast form so that everybody can hear how cool they are and get all lit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Cool. It's been so great talking to you, Chloe. Thank you so much. I've taken way more of your time than I said I was going to, but it's been such a pleasure. Oh, this has been such a lovely interview. Like, oh my gosh, this is like, yeah, thank you so much for, yeah, I can see how much thought you've put into the book and stuff. So I really appreciate that. Well, you put a lot of thought into writing it. So us readers <laughs> should probably put some thought in when we read it. <laughs> That's what I figure. Years. Years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. It is wonderful, gripping and potent. Go out and grab yourself a copy of The Girls. It's fantastic and it really does read like a great fiction thriller. You'll love it. Trust me. Thank you so much, Chloe. If you enjoyed this episode of Rights for Festivals, please do give us a rating and review wherever you're getting your pods from, hopefully a five-star one, um, because it does actually let everybody else find out about us too. So let all the other festival goers know that if you can't get to some of these festivals, you can actually catch them all here on Rights for Festivals, the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Australian writers and writing festivals. Catch you next time. This podcast episode was produced, recorded and edited by me, Kel Butler, at Listen Up Podcasting. Podcast for a positive world. <laughs>